0: Hi, I'm Jerry Bingham, the host of Hush Loudly, where we talk about all things introverted. Welcome to the incredible world of introversion. Today I'm excited to introduce a guest who is a friend of mine that I met through the American Marketing Association where we serve on a committee together and I had heard so much about her. People kept asking me, do you know her? And I was like, no, I don't know her. And when I met her, we had such a wonderful connection and I'm excited to have her here today. She is a marketing guru. She knows it all, has done it all. And I believe we need her. We introverts need a little help. Some of us, some of us are great at self-promoting, which is great for your entrepreneurship, for your job, and some of us, not so much. And I am one of those. Not so much is I'm great at self-promoting myself. I'm great at promoting others. Uh, So that's why I have Shanita here to help us and to have a discussion about marketing for introverts. Please welcome Shanita Akintande. Thank you, Jerry. So, I am
1: excited to be here with you on your show. And let me commend you, first of all, for talking about a topic that I think is not often brought to the limelight. I think it's because people get confused or have misconceptions about what introversion really is. So, what I hope to do today is help unpeel or unveil a little bit more of what that looks like and also to tie it into marketing specifically.
0: So, Let's Thank go. you and also what you're discussing for those who are watching can be used whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So this is marketing, and we all need a little marketing for our businesses and for ourselves and for our personal brands. So first, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about yourself. I know your history, but tell us a little bit about your background.
1: Sure. So I started doing what's called marketing before I knew what the technical term was. <laughs> yeah. It's back when I used to spell my bologna's first name, which was an old Oscar Mayer ad that came on TV when I was yeah. a little girl. Yeah. And then growing up, I played double Dutch who didn't in this black community, black girls, that's what we did. And when I was jumping rope with my friends, we would sing what were called jingles, except I didn't know that they were called jingles. I didn't know what a jingle was. It was just us, you know, standing, as we said, not peeling the potatoes or digging potatoes. You remember they say, don't dig the (laughs) potatoes, girls. So you stand there. And before I would jump in the rope, We would sing these songs and a lot of them were for McDonald's and for other brands. And as I got older, I found out that there were people behind the scenes that were creating those messages and that were making those people magically appear in the television. And so my background has been marketing, advertising and public relations. So I call it an integrated approach or a map So what I'll be talking about with you today is how introverts can tie into all three of those tenets to get their brand and themselves out in the world.
0: So how would you define, I think most people know what marketing, advertising, PR, but how would you, could you define it? Just a blanket statement.
1: Sure. So just to rewind for a second, uh, you asked me to say something about myself. So I'm an educator. I've had, I've taught marketing, advertising, and public relations for almost 25 years. Uh, I am a marketing consultant currently. I write about the topic. I host a podcast called Marketing Insights, which is number one, I might add. No. McGraw-Hill, hey. So a lot of that I infuse in conversations. But to give you a short sentence as to what marketing, advertising, and public relations are, to me they are the roadmap, i.e. map, marketing, advertising, public relations, that people, organizations, others can use to promote themselves, to get the word out in a way that they hopefully manage and
0: control as much as they can to the general public uh, specifically. Thank you for that. It's funny how when we met and I um, we connected on LinkedIn and I looked at your profile and I was like, what? <laughs> you know, in that... You, the way you promoted yourself and the way that you promoted everything. And we even had something in common that it never crossed my mind to put on my LinkedIn profile. And it was, we are both in the same sorority, Skiwi, and um, you had been nominated to submit for um, a a chapter award and I had been nominated for the same one. I, it didn't never cross my mind to put it on my LinkedIn profile, but you were smart enough to do that. And all of that just helps show how well-rounded you are to someone who is seeking you for employment or seeking you for consulting or what. So, you know, you definitely have that eye. And, and so that's def- obviously what we're here to talk about today. Um, so what do you think? I, th- I think that introverts and extroverts, it doesn't matter. Um, but what? Is kind of like a go to. What are some things that you can suggest that that we could start with when trying to promote ourselves?
1: Well, let me start by saying you look beautiful, Soror, by the way. I just want to point that out. Does she look good? Yeah, we're we're (laughs) shining brightly like diamonds on the podcast. But let me reiterate what you just said. So Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in the middle, what I'm going to be sharing with everyone listening are the tools and tenets that are key to promoting yourselves. And one of them is that modesty is not the place here. We don't have time for modesty. Hmm. This is where you share, you show up, you show out. You give those things that, as Jerry is saying, may not even occur to you that you should include uh, on your LinkedIn profile. But anytime you're nominated for an award, you receive an award, you get a certification, um, you get something that is commendable in your field of expertise, that is the type of thing that you post on your social media accounts. But to quickly tie this into introversion, the beautiful thing about platforms like LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, is that they are the perfect vessels for introverts in particular to utilize that space in ways that may be more amenable to their spirit, their personalities, because you can do that without having to have any outward facing uh, personal one-on-one interaction or personal interactions with larger groups which I know for some introverts can be a bit daunting. Let me just say this as well. Not all introverts and and Jerry's going to talk about this perhaps a little more, have a problem conversing with large groups, uh, even conversing in personal settings, right? Let's be clear. But you need to go back, rewind, recharge, and come back out. And so social media is just one way in which you're able to connect with people that can be a little less daunting, I think, particularly for introverts.
0: Thank you so this is why I love you because you get us and that's kind of what I talk about like people will tell me I'm not an introvert because I'm out here speaking and I and I'm like yes I am an introvert Mm -hmm. and I wonder you know obviously that's back tied to the stigmas and the stereotypes which are inaccurate for most of us that we are hermits and we don't like people and we can't speak publicly we can't hold a conversation and so that is part of why I'm here um Hosting this show uh, to educate. But I wonder, you made me think about you as a professor. So one day you even introduced me to a young lady and I don't know if we ever talked about me being an introvert or not, but I think you just felt my spirit and you connected me. You just wanted me. You were like, I just want you to talk to her or you told her to come talk Mm -hmm. to me. And so it made me, you know, have a lot of respect for you because I said, she's one of those professors that gets it. And so when you're in your classroom, you know, half of your class is introverted. Half your class is extroverted. How do you you know treat them fairly how is there an even playing field because in many classrooms you know of course class participation is is important but if people have nothing to say or people just are talking and talking with no substance you know you have to be able to decipher and I'm sure as a professor you know so i wonder how was that teaching for all of those years and knowing that you have to see different people and you have to understand people are different?
1: Yeah, that's a great question because for me, one of my main, um, happy places in the classroom was to do exactly what you're saying, which is to see each and every one of my students. And I made it my personal goal to do that because I think sometimes introverts get punished, quote unquote, especially in classroom dynamics, right? We often, as professors, would gravitate toward the students who may be the ones to quickly raise their hand or to be the loudest in the setting. Uh, But I was different. I approached the students holistically, but I particularly zoned in on the introverts because as they say, still waters run deep. And what I often found to my great delight was when I would call on those students or give them a platform, oh my goodness, it would come out verbally, it would come out in their writing, Mm -hmm. it would come out in various ways. So I just encourage those listening to, to Uh use those tools with their professors, if you're college students, to write or communicate in other ways and not feel as though you can only be seen or
0: heard if you're speaking aloud in class. But really, the onus is on the professors to really see that. Yeah. Thank you for that. And I didn't ask you, are you an introvert?
1: That's a great question. I was telling some people the other day that I think I am, and they laughed at me and said, why would you say that? Because as you can see I'm all sparkly and I <laughs> speak, right? And I right. do my podcast, I mentioned. and I, But I definitely, while I get charges from being in large groups and large settings... I need to recharge and I noticed that the older I get and I really need it. It's not an option. Like I have mm. to go, like I have to refill my gas tank, so to speak. Yes. So if that is a definition of uh, being an introvert, then I definitely have introvert tendencies. Yeah. Let yeah. me say
0: that. And like the experts say, we're a little of both. But I heard one person talk about it and I love the way they described it. They said that introverts wake up with five coins. Extroverts wake up with zero. Introverts, after every big social interaction, loses a coin. So by the end of the day, you're bankrupt, you're exhausted, you're emotionally drained. And Mm -hmm. so you need to recharge in solitude or however you like to recharge. Extroverts, on the other hand, gain a coin with ever, every big social interaction. So at the end of the day, they have five and they're rich, but they want more and more. They don't need to recharge in the way that we do. Right. And so it's, it's so fascinating. It's so complex. But I want to get back to some tips. So sure. um, I'd love to hear any tips for a person or... Or For a company, I think more so a person. So Mm -hmm. as an introvert and maybe one who may not be as talkative or as out there as we may be, but for someone who may be a little quieter, um, are there some things that they can do? You already mentioned one great thing, LinkedIn. That is a way to shine. Absolutely. Just subtly put it on in there, but you got to put it in there. Sure. So what are some other ways that we could shine that introverts might be able to shine?
1: Well, you all are in the right place because what I always try to do whenever I'm invited to be a guest on a show like this one or others is make sure people walk away from any interaction with me with some tangible things that they can do immediately. So here we go. I have three. The first one is... Look at yourself realistically. I call it assessing your attributes. As marketers, we know that we have to look at what our features just say, if it were a product. But since we're talking about people, make a list. Maybe list 10 things that you are good at and that you're proud of. This is no judgment zone. This is just whatever it is. It can be literal things like writing, uh, you know, creating graphics, etc., Or it can be intangible or hobbies. Like maybe you like to create fashion and outfits or so. Okay, so once you have that list, turn that into what I call benefits, meaning if you are someone who's good at graphics, what would be the benefit of that? Well, the benefit may be that you are able to visually manifest things. If you're someone who's a good writer, then you are able to communicate thoughts in the written word. Once you have those lists, it's important to then take a step back, since we're talking about social media and things, and look at the ways in which you're able to promote that either via your social media platforms or by telling other people. The second, you don't have to do all this yourself. Brands know that word of mouth, people talking about their brands is important. It works. So when you're an introvert, think about how you can get a team of supporters around you that are going to be your advocates when you're not in the room, that know you and can speak up for you and can share positive things about you you even when you aren't present. And you can cultivate those relationships one-on-one so that when needed, those people will step up. So don't underestimate the power of that. Thirdly, this may be surprising, but sometimes we have to do what I call a persona or an alter ego. What I mean is if you yourself are the like type Beyonce of intro- like Sasha Beyonce Fierce. and Sasha Fierce, girl, she's an introvert <laughs> yes. and she has created for yes. those who don't know Sasha Fierce. Yes. And she said that if she met Sasha Fierce, she may not even like her <laughs> because that's not her at all. But we know Sasha Fierce. She gets on the stage. Yes. She takes over. It's a way of removing yourself from the personal aspect and almost kind of standing outside of yourself, but it works. So I encourage people, even if it's from a branding perspective, create an alter ego that is able to be you, but promote you, if that makes sense, a la Asasha Fierce. And to do it effectively, last point, as Beyonce does, now you got to get into character. Think about their voice, their their clothing, their hair, you know, get into it. Role play. And that's a lot of fun. And I think those three things can help you really market
0: yourself in a different way. I love that. I had not really thought about it in that way, but yes, you When you said that, she's the first person that came to my mind. The second person is RuPaul. People Mm. were shocked to hear RuPaul on his masterclass. His opening line is, I'm an introvert. And it's that same thing. When he is performing, that's his passion. That's his love. That's his job. But after that, he's low key. He's a homebody. And so it's very interesting that it is an alter ego. And so let's start thinking of it in that way. And I'll even say that for me, you know, like I'm turning it on for this because sure. this is important but when I leave here you know I probably I might need a nap or something you know because <laughs> this is a, a lot for me and then the second thing that you mentioned I wanted to touch on I do that without even thought with I have sort of cheerleaders so I may be by like even this show I will share with my friends, my confidence, and I'm surrounded by extroverts, which is interesting. I I do have two introvert friends, Mm -hmm. but most of the other friends are extroverts. So I share with them and what do they do? They share with the world. So they believe in me, they support me. And so they are helping promote. And so they are my biggest cheerleaders. And that is one of the, the pieces of advice that you gave. Yes. So how do you think We find our alter ego. I mean, I love how you said, let's look at your attributes, look at your strengths, what's cool about you, what's unique about you, and then you turn it into benefits. But how, I mean, I think that's kind of, how would we start that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question as well, because you know, sometimes we give advice and it, it comes across very like just snap your fingers and this is what happens. It takes intentional practice. I mean, you have to literally stand in front of a mirror. You have to be willing to be vulnerable in a space when you're by yourself and really look at yourself. I'm a big believer that it will it will come to you if you are in the right mindset. Read, listen to my podcast, Marketing Insights, tune into this show with you. You. Look at people like a Beyonce. Uh, Elon Musk is, I read, an introvert. introvert. Warren Buffett is an introvert. Mark Zuckerberg is an mm-hmm. introvert. Mm-hmm. Really study people and look at how they navigate. RuPaul, I didn't know. Sasha Fierce. Steal shamelessly take ideas and pieces from different people and infuse it into your persona, but at the end of the day, it has to be authentic to you. Yes. So don't think that when I'm using these examples, I'm suggesting that you go out and recreate Sasha Fierce right. because that won't work for you. Right. And yours doesn't have to be loud and extreme, by the way. Um, it's just intended to be an objective way of stepping outside of yourself and seeing yourself in a different way. The last tip I'll give is if you were a kid like I was growing up, I did a lot of role playing because I was an only child for 14 years almost before my sister was born. So I would play with my stuffed animals, my dolls, all my toys and I would take on the voices of all the people in the playroom, right? And so if you have that kind of imagination, I encourage you to tap into that now as an adult and literally use voices. Now tell your roommates, your husband, your <laughs> girlfriend who what you're doing now. Who say need talking time? Just say do this, and you, they come in the room. What you doing? But uh, have fun with it, and I think and, and test it out. You know, it doesn't mean it has to be perfect. The feedback you get. As you're testing it, we'll also let you know how to hone it, how to tweak it, and things like that. But I think it's a lot of fun, and I think it will allow people a chance to let go of feeling tense and afraid. It gives you a sense of freedom and a sense of abandonment. And when you're willing to let that go, I think you'll be surprised at what can
0: manifest. Thank you for that. Um, Some of the strengths that I often talk about: introverts. You know what we have. You know we're the best listeners. And we're extremely observant. And so we are looking at social cues and body language where you are usually very analytical. We're usually creative. Mm-hmm. We're usually the thinkers. So we are thinking, you know, and that's one thing that I always talk about. Introverts think Then do Mm -hmm. extroverts think while doing? They can think on the fly, and it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It's just that we're different. So I love that what you're saying. Figure out what it is about you, or what is it that people come to you for? Mm -hmm. What is your mother, your father, your brothers and sisters, or what they come to you to organize, or they come to you for ideas? Those are your strengths. Those are your attributes. So this is this is really wonderful. Yes, Uh, I want to talk. little bit about your podcast. Tell us about Marketing Insights.
1: Oh yes. So I actually have <laughs> and a couple of episodes that I think speak to this topic. Uh, Selling the Sizzle is my signature uh, mm-hmm. presentation. Mm-hmm. I deliver that. Yes, Sizzle girl. girl. Yeah. And uh, Selling the Sizzle is all about personal branding and it's applicable again to introverts, extroverts, and, and those in the middle. Uh, but here's the deal with the podcast. I do it monthly. I recently added video. So now that I, you can, can see, see me, okay. uh, but the topics are short and sweet monthly, but they are very encapsulated, very applicable tips that I give to seasoned marketers, to those who are just starting out at the beginning, whether they are doing it for themselves or their organization, how they can promote themselves. And I mean, let me also say... I think sometimes promoting ourselves gets a bad rap. People may think it's egomaniacal or who does that person think they are? Mm-hmm. Or, or for some, it may appear to be a bit braggadocious. Yes, it's all of the above, but do it anyway. That's because true. it's not about, uh, as Marianne Williamson says, dimming your light so that others feel comfortable you know, around your shine. I'm totally butchering that, but you know what I mean. You know what it's, mean. it's not about yes. dimming your light. Yes. It's about shining shine. bright. And then others see you shine, they know they can shine too. Yes. So the podcast is all about ways you can shine and to do it in in, in specific targeted ways to reach your audiences so that they remember you.
0: Thank you. Now tell us how we can find your podcast, how we can find you. People want to follow you, know all about you. So tell us all of
1: that. Oh, so you can find me at my website, ShanitaSpeaks.com. So S-H-A-N-I-T-A Speaks.com. The podcast is called Marketing Insights. It's hosted by McGraw-Hill. So you can type in Marketing Insights, McGraw-Hill, Shanita Akintande, Marketing Insights. You can type in Shanita, which is my branding (laughs) name and I will come up. uh, (laughs) And you can reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. I'm on LinkedIn as Professor Shanita Akintande. And uh, I will send you the link to the podcast and all the other things that I write about and speak about and all of that. So
0: thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Professor, for being a guest on Hush Loudly. It's been such a pleasure to have you in the studio. Thank you for your tips. I'm sure we've all learned something from this today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody.